It's Two Jerks, One Vote, the Song Fight Review Podcast, and this time we're reviewing the Silent Advance Song Fight with Alice, also known as Happy Triangle, plus returning guest Brian Rader. Hi, I'm Chumpy, and this is the Jerk. Hi. Now here's how this thing works. We want some fights enough that we think we know our stuff. We'll listen to your submission, subject you to our praise and our derision. I know that sounds unfair. But you're not obliged to care Yeah, you're gonna lose This song fight And yes, I'm talking to you Yeah, you're gonna lose This song fight Deep down inside you know that it's true Most of these bands are gonna lose When this song fight is done And your band's won And by your band's won I don't mean your band's won With bands being contraction Band has and won me with the past tense of All right, welcome to Two Jerks, One Vote. Let's start off by talking about the last song fight. Walk Steady. How did that turn out? Who won that one? Miscellaneous Owl won that one. And that was exactly how I wanted it to turn out. So I'm very happy. Yeah, they've been kicking ass and deservedly so. And let's see, Silent Mike and THC, they came in second place with their really great reggae walk steady, which I also approve of. Yeah, they were. Or actually, they may have come in third place. I think it was a photo finish between BSS and Miscellaneous Owl for first. All right. uh, Should we introduce our guests? Yeah. Why don't you do that? This time, we've got two folks joining us. The first one is a previous guest here, Brian Rader. He's an artist, a poet, a musician, a lecturer. Uh, you can find him on Twitter and at MuppetLabs.com. And uh, I just noticed somebody uploaded your computer crossword solutions walkthrough up to archive.org. So yeah, welcome, Brian. And our other guest is Alice. She is one of the founding members of the Derp Crew. She is also an artist known as Happy Triangle, where her art was chosen for the current silent advance fight. And before that, she'd also done the art for uh, Blue Woman Yes and the X-Ray Specs song fight and the It Hasn't Hit Me Yet song fight. And also the turn off your phone fight and, um, oh, and, and of course the incandescent fight. So yeah, uh, accomplished artist. Uh, she's also the artist known as Bomberanian and you can check out her stuff at DeviantArt. I heard that you're also essentially training to become a ranger, you know, what with the fencing and the archery and the, um, the blacksmithing and some second level spells like trap detection <laughs> and injure animals, if I remember right. Is that yep. true? Yep, indeed. I'm actually moving on to third level by now oh. and getting into some potion making. <laughs> wow, cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Right. I was not warned of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. That's what you said about the blacksmithery. No, it, it's really, it, it's fine. Um, we definitely. I, I want my toes back. <laughs> I'm working on it. I have to deal with the dragon. Okay, I I accidentally attracted some dragons. Bad potion. It's not a big deal. Okay. I was not told about the dragon. <laughs> this this is just standard teenager stuff, Brian. You, you're gonna yeah. get used to it. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna tame the dragon, and then it's gonna be awesome. Okay. You know why can't you just like make explosions with your chemistry set like I did when I was a teenager? 
I, I did, and then the dragon showed up. Gotcha. Let's change the subject. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Should we launch into the reviews? Let's do that. It's let's All talk right. about the notable absences. Oh yeah. Berkeley social scene is missing. And this is notable because now Paco Del Stinko has a two song lead on them. Yeah. So a little bit of a buffer. It's not just Berkeley social scene. Also the members of Berkeley social scene, as far as I know, did not submit. So there's nothing from Glennie and nothing from Ken and none of the offshoots. Also, there's no third cat this time around. Yeah. Yeah. Guess I needed a holiday. Yeah. Fair enough. Do we know what the total was? The current score is Paco Del Stinko with 219 entries. Berkeley Social Scene with 217 entries. Okay, well, uh, so who is first alphabetically then? Uh, this time we've got Cody Walker Jr. Uh, and I can start on this one. So this was, mm. I thought this was an interesting song in that all the vocals come from this robotic synth voice. And it gets on my nerves a little bit because it's pervasive throughout the entire song. But I have to admit, I like it when it does funny things. Like there's this line that goes, silent advance, teach me to dance. And then the robotic vocal synth just goes, whoa. And I think that's funny. It makes me laugh a little bit, but otherwise I get pretty tired of the robotic synth voice in the song. What did you guys think of that? I had uh, the opposite reaction. The robotic synth voice was the only part of the song that I actually really liked. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's just the, the music is forgettable for me, at least. It's generic EDM as far as I can tell. Yeah. Maybe that's just genre vibes, but yeah. Yeah, I felt pretty much the same day, same way. I can appreciate the song for what it is, but it's not my kind of music. Yeah, that sounds kind of like my notes too. You know, it's a three or four note song and that's it. But it's fine for what it is. You know, it's going for style and groove and you know, that it's not going for like some intricate structure or elements and it succeeds fine enough with style and groove. You know, it's got those 80s synthesizers and the thin sounding drum machine. But, you know, it's a dance song with lyrics about dancing. Yeah. I remember I was on IRC when this topic was released and somebody on IRC said, ooh, good title. And I said, is it? Is it really? <laughs> like, how many times are we going to hear the dance advance rhyme? And in this song, it's just hammered over your head over and over again dance advance it wears on my patience a little bit and by the time the song was over i was ready for it to be over i will say one thing this was the only song i noticed that actually used the word advance uh as in you know advanced like the synthetic uh robot voice is advanced no 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 that's actually in the lyrics at one point the lyrics are using the word advanced to me you know not novice oh right now yeah. yeah and that's so that's one thing they did that no one else seemed to do. So that's the only, uh, that's my, my, that's my positive part. What do you say we move on to far north daylight? For all of the pleasures your body can stand. All of the hours you've wasted. So 
Brian, you're a Sonic Youth fan, are you not? Oh yeah, sure. You know, I never really got into their more uh, noise experimental stuff. So maybe some Sonic Youth fans could call me a fake fan. I felt like the alternative guitar sound in this sort of sounded like a Sonic Youth chord progression. Like there's a bit of dissonance in the chord progression. And I, I like the sort of dark mood it set. And I could get into it from that perspective. Yeah, um, I would not have thought of a Sonic Youth comparison because, you know, it's the song is really peaceful, which, uh, you know, Sonic Youth only indulges in, you know, very rarely. Um, but yeah, I kind of see what you mean about the uh, chord progressions and all. I, I actually really did like this song. Um, but it was kind of, again, I I had a really hard time. I couldn't make out the lyrics. They didn't post their lyrics as far as I can tell. So it's hard to tell what the song is actually about. Yeah, in short, yeah, as far as music goes, I liked it. Uh, I wish they'd posted their lyrics. I'm curious what the song is actually about. Yeah, I also quite liked it. I think I made out more of the lyrics than you. And the song kind of reminded me of a video game a long time ago that I saw called Detention for some reason. It sort of, it felt like somebody was trying to hide in plain sight in an oppressive government to me. And I felt like the peaceful nature of the song, it almost felt like it was a little crude in places. And I felt like that really complimented it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely felt that there was sort of a dark mood to it, which I guess can get back to that sort of living under oppressive government sort of feel. I thought the mood was kind of stressful, actually. Like I was feeling it in my shoulders after a while. If you know what I mean. I I did notice, though, it changed. Like, it brightened up about one minute and 32 seconds into it. There's this line that goes, this is it. And then things suddenly brighten. And the guitars, like, there's an acoustic guitar and some guitar harmonics that get introduced. It's like a night and day sort of change, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like my notes, too. I mean, I'm glad this guy's back. I remember rooting for them in the Poetry in the Streets song fight. And he's got a really distinctive guitar style with all of those sustained chords. And in this song, he does some great stuff with those harmonics, too. Like, I think there's a bit where he's strumming harmonics, which you don't hear very often. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I thought it was cool and unusual and fascinating. But yeah, I thought it was kind of stressful, you know, the, the general tone of it. And then there's that bit where uh, you get some relief in the part where the lyrics go, this is it. But then it goes right back to that same previous tone. Yeah, it gets dark again um, before too long. Yeah. And it's like throughout it, I'm, I feel like I'm waiting for a chorus to kick in. And I know that there is a chorus in there, but it still has kind of the same feel as the you know, verses. And uh, at, the, at the very end, too, it seemed, feels really unresolved to me. So it, it's a good song. I recognize that it's a good song, but it's hard to listen to. Well, yeah. it's not hard to listen to, but you know, it's not as pleasant as I would like it to be. I would like a little bit more breaks, like maybe more of that part where you get some resolution. I really, I really like the unpleasantness of it. I felt like it complemented the lyrics well, although I do get what you're saying. It's not the kind of thing you'd listen to in the background while doing work. Yeah. I thought that in terms of things that he could have done slightly better, um, you heard a lot of popping plosives in the vocals. And it might have been like the lack of a pop filter, or I'm not sure how to tame those. But I was a little bit distracted by those. And I noticed that a change-up would have helped, like another change-up or two. Like drums could have come in at some point, and I think that would have been a a welcome change. 
And I noticed that the vocals were doubled throughout the entire song. And doubling of vocals is a cool effect and it works well. But one of the things it works well for is to provide contrast against a single track vocal. But here they were just double tracked the whole way through. It might have been nice to have a single track vocal to add some contrast if you wanted to add interest to a particular line or to emphasize a, a particular line to double it. So that, those would be my suggestions for improvement. All right. Should we move on? Let's uh, move on. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I'm just really surprised you guys obviously had a very different take on it than I did. It's interesting. Really? Uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to listen to it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, as I said, I found it really peaceful sounding. I didn't get all of this tension in there. and I, I feel like I'm going to have to go back and listen to it more carefully. Interesting. Yeah. I think there is some dissonant sound in there that makes it tense. Purposefully dissonant. His choices of chords and uh, in the way that he's playing his guitar um, but yeah, all of this is, you know, very thought out, you know, on purpose, but it just, yeah, it, it gets into my shoulders. All right. So next up, we've got Jerkatorium. Back in the day, I just give a few boosts to your dad. In modern day, there's these games that we play and there's things you don't do and there's things you don't say. Hair flips, purse clips, eyebrows raising, long. sound a lot like matchy matchy so yeah. that's somewhat derivative there but i i generally like this was happy with the, the overall sound i mean there are a few things that i would change obviously but uh for the most part you know okay i'll give them a pass i will say that i think that they uh needed to do more flex setting on the woolly bass track fair enough <laughs> <laughs> It's a woolly octave track. Do your research. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and it's not in this track anyway. So oh, that's uh, why it needed to be edited more. You can't even yeah. hear it. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair, fair criticism. That's fine. All right. I don't know if I should talk or if I should let you guys talk and then. Uh, and, and then... I think I think uh, I want to hear Alice first. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I really liked it. I liked how bouncy and fun it was, and I really liked the tune of the chorus. I liked how the lyrics kind of, the sort of almost off-puttingness of the all the nature comparisons sort of contrast the, the lovey chorus and overall theme of the song. I thought that was really interesting. The lyrics in the bridge were quiet and hard to make out, which kind of bothered me, but I mean, I like the bridge and killer guitar solo at the end. Cool, cool. I'm, uh, other than the quiet bridge vocals, is there anything that we should have done a little different? I don't know. I okay. I liked it. I'm not that good at criticism. <laughs> <laughs> well, when there's nothing wrong with it, then you should <laughs> Of course. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. What did you yeah. think, Brian? Yeah, it was good. Um, this may not be my favorite Decatorium song, but it was good contrast as as Alice pointed out, the nature world and the, the frustration that the narrator is having with just our everyday life. Gotta say, the B example is hard to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Being a bee uh, is gross. I just would not want to be a bee. Yeah. What, what did you think, Brian? 
obviously I can't be objective at all. So instead I just kind of made some notes about the process of making the song. Uh, Chumpy and I uh, were actually able to work on this together. I was uh, up in his neck of the woods. We, we live a thousand miles apart, but I was up in his neck of the woods that week. So we were able to hang out and brainstorm and come up with stuff for this song together, which was great. But we were really agonizing over the lyrics together. And I remember brainstorming some ideas with Chumpy, and then I left sort of thinking, well, those are some good ideas, but nothing's going to come of them. And then like by the time I got home, Chumpy had crafted our ideas into that awesome second verse, and then he came up with the third verse, you know, essentially on his own. So kudos to Chumpy for really pulling this whole song together. And uh, in general, you know, the song has an ass joke and it's got a dick joke. So what more could you want? Yep, It's got it all. Yeah, it's the full the full Monty. It's not what I usually think of as a dick. (laughs) (laughs) It counts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. It counts. But geez, (laughs) what it counts for. (laughs) So one of the problems with the bridge is I thought it would be great to have six copies of me singing all at once. And um, I think some of the words tend to get mushed together with all that unison singing. And one thing I noticed is that one of the lines is come and get it. And uh, the final t sound in the word it is super audible in your left ear. So one thing I would like to do is go back and just find that spot in the wave file and just smash it down. Just crush it so it's so you don't really hear it. Yeah, we weren't going to mention anything, but we were talking beforehand. It kind of ruined the whole thing. It kind of ruined the whole thing, didn't it? Nobody yep. knows what you're talking about, Chumpy. This is all nonsense from you. I understood. Yeah, yeah I, again, I, I do. I agree that I think the having so many tracks did contribute to making it hard to make out the words, but it did sound awesome. You know, so I think the basic uh, approach was good. It just needs to work on the... Uh, Got to enunciate better when there's going to be that many tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to do all that much navel gazing here, but another aspect of this song is that it's, you know, as, as most of Jerkatorium's songs are, it's a love song. And my husband does not like this one. <laughs> <laughs> much for the kind of the same general type of reason that he doesn't love our other, you know, primary super duper love song, which is Ocean of Blood. You know, he sort of doesn't get the whole love song aspect of it when it's all just about love. It's know? a flawed so, love song. It's a courtship song. Yeah. yeah. And, yes. uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a flawed love song. You mean it's a song of flawed love or it's a love song that it's flawed? We were thinking our narrator was, you know, there, there was a bit of a uh, what were we comparing it to? We we're co- comparing it to Code Monkey a bit. You know, mm. a narrator who wants the attention of somebody else and is obviously not getting it. Mm. And, uh, you know, this is all about somebody sending these nonverbal signals and hoping that somebody else will catch on to it. But if uh, if they caught on to it, then we wouldn't have three verses. It'd just be a, a very quick two sentence song. And now they're in love. Yeah, <laughs> happy ever after. Exactly. Yeah. That is enough navel gazing. Okay. What do you say we move on to Lichen Throat? Okay. Girls in white dresses march in line, candles in hand and books at their sides, swearing an oath of deeds left undone, hearing that they're not the fortunate ones. Keep yourself pure or you'll be damaged goods. Your value depends upon your maidenhood. Keep their hands off if you do dare to dance. 
cast out in the silent advance Yield not one inch to forces which try to make you their echo And I've got a lot I've written about this song and so maybe I'll save that. I'll let you guys go, and then I'll just do my long diatribe. All right. Uh, should I start? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. So to me, it sounded kind of like the soundtrack you'd hear in, like, a game where you're going through a dungeon. It's, like, sort of creepy, sort of claustrophobic walls. And then, well, at least at the beginning, that's what it sounded like. It kind of changed. The lyrics were really interesting, and I have no idea what they mean, but I like them. And honestly, I kind of feel like I don't know what's happening. Like, I listen to it, and I'm like, I feel like I've just been inducted into a cult or something. What just happened? (laughs) I think one of the reasons it feels like you're walking through a dungeon is because there's a guitar on the far left, there's a guitar on the far right, and there's a bass in the middle. So it's kind of boxy feeling. Yeah. It's hard to look at this song independently of Like It Throat's other output. And as that, you know, there are some new synthesizer sounds. And he's got the guitar going again. It's interesting lyrics. I don't quite think I understand his his vision for the song, though. And, uh, you know, I I don't quite know what he's going for. Um, But if this is what he wants to sound like, then obviously it's, it's a success. But, you know, it's, it, it wasn't my favorite song of the fight. Yeah. Um, having uh, been participating now at this podcast a few times, I've kind of gotten used to the lycanthrope sound. And as a result, I really don't like the percussiveness of his preferred guitar sound. You know, it feels almost physically like it's hitting me uh, in the eardrum. It's great as an effect, I don't like it as a choice, you know, for one sound. Somewhere on the two-minute mark, or a little bit before then, he suddenly switches to a completely different guitar sound. I wish he would use that one more often. I really liked that. And again, I've uh, the lyrics, they're okay, but again, I can't tell exactly what he's referring to. And I'm kind of hoping that when Mike says he's got a lot of notes, he went down a rabbit hole and actually figured out what he's referring to. I feel like I should know what he's talking about, and I don't. So if he's just got some uh, self-made fictional thing in mind, that's probably fine, but I don't know. What do you say, Mike? Well, so I, I do have a lot to say about the lyrics, but it's not so much what the lyrics mean, it's the rhythm of the lyrics. And one thing that I was disappointed mm. in this song is that the rhythm is once again kind of all over the place. And this gets to issues of phrasing, where you're trying to jam too many syllables in a line and you have to do some sort of verbal gymnastics to try to make things fit. And I tried to analyze the syllable counts in the lyrics to see where things went wrong. And in the first verse, he establishes nine syllables per line with a break roughly halfway in the middle. And it's either four syllables followed by five syllables or five syllables followed by four syllables. When he sticks to that, the rhythm kind of works. So he starts out, girls in white dresses march in a line. That's five, four, nine. Candles in hand and books at their side, four, five. Swearing an oath of deeds left undone, four, five. 
hearing that they're not the fortunate ones. And that's five and five, so he breaks the pattern there. This doesn't sound terrible, that extra syllable, but it, it is a little bit awkward. But the next line is bad. It's like, keep yourself pure or you'll be damaged goods. So that's four and six. So that's again off balance. And well, wait, is that how he actually sings it though? Yeah, it is how he sings it. Okay. Because, I mean, you could make that work. And the, I, I, it's easy enough to make it work. All you have to do is omit the word you'll, and it's keep yourself pure or be damaged goods. And then it becomes back to the four and five pattern, and it fits perfectly well. And on, okay. the, and on the last line, he's got, your value depends upon your maidenhood. And that's the worst line yet. It's 11 syllables. And, you know, if he could just shorten the word value to worth, which is a one-syllable synonym, and if he would just use the word on instead of upon, it would be your worth depends on your maidenhood, and it would be four and five, and it would all fit, and he wouldn't have to do all these awkward gymnastics. And this is not hard. This is just get rid of a word here, get rid of a word there. I think he just needs to look at lyric writing like he's solving a puzzle. You know, how you say what you want to say while keeping the syllable counts consistent and keeping your phrasing consistent. And he's just not paying enough attention to these syllable counts and, you know, where he's breaking the lines. And I think All he right. needs to do that. I am going to disagree with you, Mr. Hamrick. Go ahead. Fair warning. Syllable counts are a bad uh, metric. It's about the pattern of stressed syllables. Unstressed syllables almost don't count depending on, you know, and that's, that's an oversimplification. It depends on how many consonants butt up against each other. It makes it hard, but if things can flow, it's all about the stress syllables. And the important thing is that he's got four stress syllables per line. Girls in white dresses march in a line. And, you know, if you said girls in white dresses march in line, it isn't that much different. Yeah. Especially when you've got music to give you the guide. Candles in hand and books at their sides. Swearing an oath of deeds left undone, hearing that they're not the fortunate ones. He needs to make they're not the kind of slur together to fit the same timing, which I'm taking your word for it that that's not what he did because I don't remember exactly at this point. You're right that he's got a lot of syllables following that, which means he has to work harder, but it could be done if you're willing to sing it correctly. Right, but I mean, value, counting, counting syllables is easier than, than, than working out stresses. And no, it, it, no, no, it's, I disagree. If the stresses are where everything matters, you know, because like, if you just, if you try to make it work just by the syllable count, you lose track, like the stresses have to be separated from each other or they have, to, or you have to like sing them differently. Like your value depends on your maidenhood. If you just change upon into on, you know, it would flow. And that's because of the way the, the syllables, the unstressed syllables flow together. Right, right. Anyway, it depends on how you sing it. And if you're not willing to sing it that way, I don't know. I feel like at this point, it's almost a conscious choice by Like a Throat. He chooses not to honor the meter 
Yeah. Right, but but the result is is that there's just no consistent meter and it feels like it's all over the place. And when you have no real consistent melody and no consistent meter, you have a song that's hard to listen to. So like yeah. if you can't do a lot about having a consistent melody, at least work on having a consistent meter. I agree with you on that, certainly. I just feel that at this point, he must realize that. And I feel like at this point, he's choosing to give you an inconsistent meter to give you that uncomfortable, unsettled feeling. That's, yeah. like, a, that's like his signature at this point. I, I mean, maybe he really is trying and he's failing, but that maybe seems, I, that's a little unkind. Well, I don't know. It's just, it seems like it's too much. Like it's, you know, it's too much uncomfortableness. You can do things where you have like a melody that's not super consistent. And, you know, if you have a meter that's not super consistent and you have some sort of abrasive sounding instruments, that's just too much. Yeah. It's too much. And, and listeners will reject it. I agree. That's why I feel like what I said before is that it would work for a song. It doesn't work for a style. Yeah. You are listening to Two Jerks, One Lichen Throat. With our special guest. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So perhaps we've spent enough time on Lycan Throat. All right. Well, well, does Ryan have an, uh, anything he wants to say? I, I already gave mine. It was just so long ago that you've forgotten already. Uh, okay. Should we move on? Yeah, let's talk about Micah Summersmith. From a lung capacity, I'm not sorry, oh, a fun guy that saw me just like Mario. There's no doubt we shout somewhere. Now, this sounded like video game music to me, and yeah. I suspect the words were also about a video game, but I'm not sure. D did anybody pick up on something that I didn't pick up on with that? It just sounds like, you know, sort of macho braggadocio. Braggadocio? Braggadocio, yeah. Are you referring to the fact that he refers to Mario? That's the only video game reference I can see. Well, but also there's some very, very specific things. Like, isn't there like a reference to purple pants or something in there? Yeah, there is. I wouldn't know what video game character that would be. I, I think the pants is just in another advanced rhyme. One of the things he does in this song for his choruses, he does different both exact and near rhymes for advance. So he's just throwing in all of the uh, advanced rhymes that he can, including pants, chants, askance. But purple is so specific. And I think it's just consistent with the character of the person he's describing. It's yeah. an alliteration, too. Unless you're, like, uh, picking up on Comic Sans as a video game character. Comic Sans is often displayed in purple. Uh. I always see it in rainbow. <laughs> yeah, you don't hang out with the right crowd, Mike. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, if you see me with my smile and my purple pants, and I don't know, it, it seems very video gamey with all a lot of these different references but I, I just don't know which one it is if it is any or if it's just you know again in uh, his own scenario I can't tell I think it's just you fine yeah you also saw a video game in Lycanthroat's last song and he confessed there was none okay 
That's right. I thought it was a, a video game, but it's not. Nope. Just okay. coming out of Lycan Throat's brain. Maybe I think everything's a video game. All right. <laughs> It was interesting, like, how braggy this song was, sort of juxtaposed against the cheesiness of the synth flute sound, which is, you know, kind of lighthearted. Well, another thing was that I remember one of his very most recent songs, you know, the shadow entry for the last round of Spin Tunes. He prided himself on making it all acoustic instrumentation. But here, I think it's all synthesizers. Yeah, I think that's yeah. true. Sort of different for him. Did you guys get the Rishi Keish hearway joke? I uh, had to look it up. Yeah, we, we looked it up, but yeah, we got it. <laughs> song exploder. Ba-dum-bum. <laughs> Another thing I liked about this song is that there were little subtle special effects here and there. Like right after the bridge, you hear this like sort of chime sound, and then there's this vip sound effect, and it's just right in the exact right place. Sounds really cool. Yeah, I really like this one. It was, I feel like if you took the lyrics off of it and put it in a video game, I wouldn't have a clue. It sounded like something from like a, a Pokemon village or something. It also reminded me in some spots of, man, it's so loud in here by They Might Be Giants. You know, I got I got little echoes of that here and there. Yeah, I didn't see that until you said it, but yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Another thing uh, that Micah does really well in here is that there are uh, lots of internal rhymes. So, you know, he doesn't just rhyme at the ends of lines. He's got, you know, rhyming in the in the middle of lines as well. Yeah. Which yeah, is, you uh, know, extra extra credit for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that's uh, almost his signature. <laughs> yeah, dense uh, rhymes. Lot, dense rhymes, uh, a lot of clever rhymes all the way through. Music is really a chipper. My thing that I really appreciated was the percussion. Uh, it was really... Uh, it's not your standard percussion, kind of kind of shallow sounding, and it had a really nice feel to it. It was very appropriate for the song's overall ambience. All in all, I, you know, I like the song. It uh, might not be my very favorite Micah Summersmith song of all time, but it's good and it's fun, and I thought it was charming. Yeah, definitely a pleasant listen. Yep. Well, although, Alice, um, didn't you have, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't read your note. Oh, uh, wait. No, what, what were you getting at? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love the, the comment you made to me or, uh, about like being in your personal space. Yeah, narrator needs to respect the introvert bubble. That's, <laughs> that's my, my main comment. Like, that's my word. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You felt he was too in your face. Well, yeah, I mean, that is kind of the idea, right? It's like this, this narrator is just, he's, he's just going to be in your life now because you happen to be in the same area, whether you like it or not. Uh, yep. you know, it's a little, it's very chipper and happy and bouncy. It's also a bit terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> it's very scary. It needs to get out of my introvert bubble. All right. But I like this song. All right, what do you say we move on to Paco Del Stinko? All right. My favorite part of the song is the pre-chorus, and it's extra long. Yes. And there's a lot of great backing vocal, and Paco's voice is just all over the place. He's doing a bunch of like vocal gymnastics and keeps things really interesting in there. 
So that, that is definitely my favorite part of the song. But one thing it got me wondering is where's the actual chorus? Like, it seems like after the pre-chorus, we just return back to the verse and we're denied an actual chorus. You know, except at the end of the song, then you get a couple of it's a silent advance sort of lines that are repeated. And, you know, after such a great pre-chorus, it's a bit of a letdown to not have a real chorus. So that is my main critique about this, is I just kept wondering, where's the chorus? I mean, I love the energy of the song, and I'm really a fan of those hand claps, but the lack of a real clear chorus with a hook seems to work against this song for me. Honestly, I could not understand the lyrics at all. I tend to have some audio processing issues, and I just couldn't figure it out, but I like the song anyway. It felt like it was slower than it should be, but I like it. It almost makes me anxious, but in a good way, if that makes sense. But yeah, I, I don't know what it's about. Yeah, he, he didn't post the lyrics, did he? No, not no. this time. I don't know. I, I love this song, though. Just, just like you, the, the pre-chorus, uh, or what, whatever we want to call that, because it seems so much longer. You know, it, it seems like the the larger part of the song than the verse so it seems yeah but i mean it, it's so good i'm glad that he repeats it so often but yeah I, the song starts out sounding like typical paco del stinko stuff and then the pre-chorus or whatever you want to call it kicks in and that's that stuff is amazing it's it's that is everything that i want in music right there that will <laughs> stay quiet so no one else knows but always keep moving forward you know it's like it's it's not on the specific beat it's got that sort of elvis costello delivery and then it pops way up high and it's just i i just love that i love that i love that i love that yeah it uh, definitely grabs your attention yeah and it's got a fun good bridge and a great ending and you know this is i just i just think it's an amazing amazing oh yeah the ending is really good it's kind of a mellow ending but it works what did you think brian i sometimes wonder if i'm listening to the same song as you (laughs) i just i am not paco del stinko's audience Uh, my reaction to this thing was meh i had absolutely nothing about it grabbed me like any other paco del stinko song it's like yeah it's okay and as you said like i can't make out the lyrics either he didn't post them. I have no idea what's going on in this song. I I can't even remember what it sounds like. I'm so sorry. Wow. No, there's a lot going on, and you have to really listen carefully to get it. So I can see how you could miss it. Almost every time a Paco Del Stinkle song, I listen to it, and I just like, yeah, this isn't working for me. And it's not that it annoys me. It's just like, I just, whatever, dude. Wow. Yep. Very different from you guys. Sorry. If it were up to me, all of Jerkatorium songs would sound exactly like this for the rest of eternity. At least the pre-chorus. At least the pre-chorus, right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, and, and again, that's most of the song here. Uh, the rest of the song is great. It's The rest of the song is is good, reliable, you know, great sounding Paco. But the, the pre-chorus is lovely. Did you wonder where the chorus was? I think I looked around for it. And I think it's dun, 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 dun. I think it's that part. That, that comes after so I've, I've heard it and uh and it's fine it doesn't have all the appeal that the the magical 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 pre-chorus does right. and i'm so glad that he went back to it over and over and leaned on it because that's i love that yeah part. you gotta lean on the good parts yeah yeah all right next up we've got pig farmer jr Get around. 
This song is a testament to the power of the guitar riff. And I think the opening guitar riff is pretty great and it is my favorite part of the song. And by the time the vocals come in, I'm pretty into it because we've heard the guitar riff quite a bit. And the first verse is a little bit of a letdown for me and there are some timing problems and there's some not very satisfying rhymes like rhyming me with C. Oh, this again. Yeah, I don't want to harp on monosyllabic rhymes, but th that's just not a great rhyme. The chorus part, where it's this creepily whispered, the silent advance, um, it works better than I made it sound. And, I, you know, I was kind of surprised by that. I thought it worked pretty well. Um, and yeah. then, you know, by the, I'm a little bit disappointed, but then the riff returns and I'm back in it again. And it feels like the riff carries the song for me. This is very different from the other Pig Farmer Junior songs that I've heard. And I absolutely love it. Far and away, my favorite song of the fight. It's, this is almost a perfect song from my point of view. I just, it's infectious. It got right in there. I love that it is a rockin' song about the obnoxiousness of being old. That is like such a perfect subject matter that nobody ever covers because rock is so youth obsessed. <laughs> and this was just great. I loved everything about this song. Did you even love the third verse, which was about needing a crown? Yeah, of course. I kind Why? of felt cool story, bro. It's like, it's a bit too mundane to appear in a song, I thought. What? Oh, and the bladder stuff was not mundane? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point about being old is that it's a death by a thousand cuts. All these little things, none of them are dramatic enough to make uh, for good art, except the fact that they just pile up on you drags you down. And that's what this song is about. And it's awesome. And it totally fits the music. <laughs> The that, that music is just the right music for this stuff. I, I get love that. It. Yeah, I love this song. All right, cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy it as much as Brian, uh, I, probably because I can't relate to it at all. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's not. You're not the right audience. Yeah, it's not my song, but I can enjoy it. Felt a bit repetitive to me. Basically, for me, solid five out of ten. Not much more to say. For me, this song falls pretty squarely into one of my pet peeves. Do you know which one it is? Is it where the vocal line follows the guitar line? Exactly. The vocal melody follows the chord progression exactly. There's something really inherently tiresome about that to me, and it's always going to kind of get on my bad side. It seems easy and simple and uninteresting. So, And again, tiresome. You know, But despite that, the verses aren't so bad. And it's a neat idea to have. And the chorus, it was nice to mix that up with a different vocal delivery. And I thought that was a good idea to have something new and interesting in terms of, you know, just saying the chorus that way. Yeah, that so worked was, better than I thought it would. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The silent facts. <laughs> yeah. I'm Got so it. glad you like this, about this song. That's great. So yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, come up with a melody, independent of you're not in not completely independent obviously but that does something other than follow the guitar line exactly big uh, farmer jr if you're listening ignore that advice <laughs> sometimes the melody and the vocal line should match each other and it, it totally works in this case cut off his microphone <laughs> i'm, rem I'm reminded of what miles davis told herbie hancock which is don't play the butter notes <laughs> 
I don't know what that means, but it's funny. <laughs> I guess Herbie Hancock took that to mean do not play the easy notes, like avoid playing the thirds and the sevenths. But in, in Pig Farmer's Place, it's like don't avoid singing the tonic or avoid singing the exact line that the, the guitar is doing. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. And, you know, you know like Jerkatorium generally, you know, does not lean on the butter notes. And I love Jerkatorium for that. But there, there are certain times, you know, certain messages that do not benefit from a overly rococo and detailed and fluffy extras tacked on. Just like, I got something to say. Here it is. Overly rococo? How dare you, man? How dare you? No, I, don't I even dare. Know what, I don't even know what rococo means in this context. It's a, I, it, I it's, it's a similar, it was a movement around the time of the Baroque era that was even more overly detailed and, and excessively. Samey, samey? No, no, no. Just lots and lots of lots of extra detail. Very, very busy. Oh, yeah. We call that Baroque, but, right? Baroque is, is kind of described by people who don't like it as being busy. Rococo is even more so. Yeah. Okay, well, but there can be a happy middle ground where you're not simply following exactly the thing that the chord progression is doing and not maybe, you know, going all Mariah Carey on it. Uh, whatever. Okay. Turn off his mic. <laughs> that seems unnecessary. <laughs> fine, fine. All right, well, I'm going to listen to this track again and see if I can hear what Brian likes about it so much, and maybe I'll change my opinion. Okay. All right. All right, speaking of Baroque, we have Tuner's Union next. There's definitely a lot going on in this song, and sometimes I feel like it's too much. Like, it's pretty busy. I mean, the backing vocals are wonderful, and I love, after the first verse, there's these oh, 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 oh backing vocals, and they sound great. And other times they're leaning on the ah vowel sound, and that really sounds great too. And there's some just really tasteful guitar. But sometimes I just don't know what to concentrate on, and I can't really focus on any one thing because there's so much going on and it's hard to make out the lyrics and well this is a pretty sophisticated composition and I'm probably going to vote for it just on technical merits alone the song didn't really get to me and it didn't move me so I, I have mixed notes. feelings about it uh, too many notes too many <laughs> notes <laughs> just that's take a, out some of the notes it'll be fine that's, yep, a, that's, that's a how that works yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I thought it had great vocal layering as usual, you know, for Tuner's Union. And uh, I really like all of the lead vocal work. It's got great melodies throughout. The song seems to have a more lighthearted tone than what we're used to hearing from Tuner's Union, at least at the beginning. But then that wall of sound kicks in later. I, th I thought it's a really good song. It's, uh, it's solid. Yeah, I really liked it, but I can't understand the lyrics at all, which makes me really sad because I mean, it sounds like the lyrics are pretty interesting, but to me, this was basically a bunch of pirates found like a, a kitted out studio and just <laughs> made an awesome rocking sea shanty. And I love it, but I don't know what it means. And that's okay. 
yeah. other than okay. Well, um, yeah, I have nothing to say that can possibly match the image that Alice just gave of the pirates rocking out to the sea shanty. I really do like the music. Unfortunately, I don't really have any specific details. But yeah, the, the music was great. I didn't get the sea shanty thing, but I, maybe I do now. I'll have to go back and listen to it again. And I hope that they keep recording. They're an old time uh, song fight competitors, aren't they? They've been around for a while, and this is very much within kind of their typical sound. Again, I think it's a little more lighthearted than we usually hear from them in the beginning, but um, all that vocal layering and everything. And I think they sound a bit like the John Benjamin band. I think the vocal tone seems uh, very reminiscent to me. It's cool. I hope they stick around. Yeah. Okay, what do you say we move on to Bob Borton? There's a shape in the sky. It draws away when we come near. And I never knew why It caused me so much fear Until this morning When the contents were revealed And as soon as they opened their eyes We knew our fates were of reverb on this track did you pick up on that run yeah yeah a ton of reverb in the beginning but i kind of get used to it you know later on in the song it's a well done piece i thought you know it's kind of spooky yeah it's definitely spooky yeah so it's really put together very well i thought yeah i mean i got used to the reverb as well i just whenever i lay heavy on the reverb and i think i'm being pretty moderate you're like dude dude just back that off it's just too wet too wet yeah but, yeah yeah, Von Borden can get away with it, but I will not tolerate it from you. Oh, okay. From the likes of you. <laughs> I see it's how funny. it is. All right. I, yeah, um, an excess of reverb can really put me off, but I have to say, I didn't notice it in this particular case. Maybe just because it fits thematically, you know, with the, with the sound. Yeah, yeah, with the sense of foreboding and terror. Yeah, I really like this one. I love the chorus. I love the vocals. I love the vocal harmonies in the chorus. Yeah, it's great because Vom can sing really high. So I think what he does is he's got like his just normal vocal line and then he sings an octave above to like to either punctuate certain lines or to enhance them. And it sounds really cool. Yeah, I love this song. This might be my favorite of the fight. I love how, at least at the beginning, it's kind of disorderly and there's parts where it seems kind of messy, but at the same time, it's really smooth and pretty, but terrifying at the same time which fits with the theme of, of silent aliens slowly killing off humanity. I like to think they're bird aliens. <laughs> That's pretty specific. So you got bird aliens out of that. I uh, yeah. I guess there's this, this line about the sky. I wasn't sure if it was aliens or zombies or ghosts mm. or something. Yeah, he's really vague about what it is. But yeah, it's the very first line is there's a shape in the sky. And to me, that, that's got to be uh, an alien you know, flying saucer coming down. Yeah, so maybe, I figured it had to be aliens. Yeah, maybe Xena. Yeah. <laughs> Glorp. This is in the Glebelverse. Oh, it's God, no. What is happening? <laughs> Should I be concerned? <laughs> no, no. Wait, Glebelglorp is not Von Borten, though, is it? No, it isn't. Okay, so he's trying to hone in on somebody else's franchise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, it's, uh, yeah, okay. All right, so it might be Glebelglorp. 
No, uh, no, no, no. Glibble Glorp would never kill off. Humanity. I'm gonna go with bird aliens. Bird aliens sounds cool. Bird aliens. Yeah, yeah bird with. aliens. Why are they bird aliens though? Why aren't they just aliens? Well, to me, there was a line about swooping, and that just uh, put this image in my mind of just these terrifying, massy, sort of like almost giant raven-like alien things. I get really specific with songs sometimes. You're right. You're right. They're, they're, they swoop. They swoop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Swooping, killing off humanity silently. It's in the sky and it draws away when they come near, so yeah. it can obviously you know move and fly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Vom sometimes thinks that he's not that great of a guitar player, but I love the sounds he gets out of his guitar on this song. Like there's these long strums that sound really good, and there's also these picked arpeggios at different points that also sound really good. I was just really happy with all the various guitar sounds in the song. My only real complaint with the song is, and I, and I feel like this is a complaint I've had at other songs in this fight, is that the chorus sounds more like a pre-chorus to me. It goes, you know, we form a line, we stand our ground, but still they advance without making a sound. And I just, like, I'm getting set up. Like, I feel like that's a pre-chorus and it's setting up to a chorus that never really comes. I, I think that's that's part of it, though, it, like that sense of foreboding anticipation, like everyone's like expecting these massive, loud alien weapons, but they're just sort of picking people off. People just disappear. And that sort of, sort of like anxious feel of waiting for something big to happen and nothing does. I'm getting really specific here, but I do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, Chumpy, I I feel like you think in structure way more than I do or even could. It's just like chorus, pre-chorus. All I know is that like that ending where he repeats that line over and over is just awesome. And I, I, I don't understand why more people don't you know write music like that on song fight. It's like, it's so effective and so perfect. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's building to something, you know, we form a line, we stand our ground, but still they advance without making a sound. And then I want it to go, but it's bird, aliens, bird, aliens, bird, 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 aliens, or something. You know, some chorus I immediately thing. hate you. <laughs> Please don't do that. We're going to do that. Oh, jeez. Oh, We're going to do a jerkatorium mix. Um, <laughs> I'm going to listen to it and be grumpy about it, even though I actively chose to listen to it. Bird, aliens, bird, aliens. Oh, bird. Yeah, I guess that would kind of kill the mood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I can just see the the concept album, you know, in the in the racks, you know, at the at the last surviving music store. Jerkatorium fixes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you if you did it though, I would draw you an image of a very derpy looking bird alien for the cover art. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to do this. Yeah. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> no. I shouldn't offer rewards for things that I don't want to exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. So end of podcast chatter. What, one of the weird things about this fight is that in addition to not having any Berkeley social scene or any of their offshoots and not having any third cat, there weren't any short songs. You know, it's it's not all that uncommon that we get like uh, a 40 second song submitted or a, you know, even less. The last time I think there was like a 26 second song submitted, but yeah. So these were all, you know, more typical lengths. uh, And that was pretty cool. 
Did you get any weird email, like with songs in it? Yeah, I I got something sort of a, a it's a song and uh so uh, it's a song for the silent advance fight it didn't get posted but do you want to do you want to hear it should we yeah yeah it? go ahead okay it by? it's by a group called the uh the printer coffee cups the printer coffee cups all right uh, so sure. here, here's seriously the... I... okay so now is the the printer coffee cups with their version of silent advance It's All right, that was not amazing. It was very short, and uh, it seems a little throwaway to me. What, what did you think? Um, yeah, it's definitely in the spirit of some of the short songs we've been getting lately. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't almost, it almost doesn't deserve too much commentary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. I, I feel like you guys, like, rag on short songs, but, you know, I'm all about, like, you know, the, the the song length should wait 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 hold on hold on <laughs> did did we get did did all of you get this other email yeah yeah wait, I got wait. one too hold on oh my god wait did did we all get other emails yeah, yeah I got one from on a here? I got one from a band called Lung Butter uh, what Lung Butter Lung okay, Butter well, well can you put it up yeah. we can listen to it and we can comment on it since we're here yeah all right here all we right, go. Sure. Uh, That was kind of, I don't know. What did you guys think? I don't know what just happened. I feel like it just, it reset my expectations of what a song could be. Yeah. And, and maybe it needed to be reset. Yeah. I, my mind is just exploding right now. I don't even know what's going on. Why don't Hold you on. roll the song you got? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I did get a song. Um, yeah, sure. Here you go. Oh, who what, is this? What, what, who's the band? Oh, name? oh yeah, of course. Uh, this is um, the completely insane ensemble of crayons. That's really long. The completely insane, <laughs> insane ensemble, ensemble of crayons. crayons. Okay. Right. I don't know. I didn't make it. Okay, I just just obviously just just, just wanted to get that clear for the, yeah, right, for just, the record. Let's just roll right. it then. Let's, let's hear it. Okay, uh, another very very short song. Uh, I don't know why we're getting such you know very last minute short things. I mean, how do these people know that we're recording? I don't know. Yeah, I, like, what? I don't even know how they know our email how, addresses. How they get my email is what I'm. I've like never put my email anywhere. I, I don't know. Don't know. I really like that one. <laughs> you like pig farmer's song too. Look, look, you, know, you, you guys, I think. Are, hey, wait, are, I got another email. Seriously? Did you guys get the email? I didn't get this one. Brian, did you get the email? I did. 
You did. Well, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's a different one from yours. At this point, I don't even know. Okay. Well, what, what's yeah. the band? What's the band name for your email? Uh, mine is uh, "Don't Touch My Headphones." <laughs> the a band called "Don't Touch My Headphones." <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, that's a, that's plausible. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's listen to it. This is uh, "Don't Touch My Headphones" with Silent Advance. Did that? I didn't even catch what what was going on with that one. Like, I, not, not at was all. Not even a song. Were there even lyrics in that one? That one sucked. <laughs> Why did they send it to fair. you? Yeah, I, I don't get it. More importantly, how did they send it to? You? Wait. Well, my email's all over the place. Wait, I've hold on. I, I'm getting one now. Okay, this is getting weird. All right, so I just got one. Um, don't know how. Don't know why. Gonna have to check my privacy and stuff yeah I, I, like change my passwords but um this one is by plan g uh okay <laughs> wait is it plan g okay or is it plan g <laughs> no it's, it's plan just g okay it's just plan g plan g plan g in all caps too okay. um, <laughs> all right let's let's roll it my advance isn't silent, but it's supposed to be for this song. What am I supposed to do about that? Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm feeling like the, there's a theme here. They're so short. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I don't this, know. One, this one might be my favorite one of the fight. Seriously? <laughs> don't laugh. What? What do you? Yeah, I can have opinions. I mean, yeah. Where is this opinion coming from, though? As something to say, it says it, and it does not overstay its welcome. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I think I, I got another. I got another one coming through. What? Uh, what? I always come through. Is, is everybody else getting? Uh, is this like a group email? No, I'm not. I'm not getting this. Oh, I'm on this one. I'm cc'd on this one. Is this the one by Paperclip iPhone Charger? <laughs> <laughs> Who makes these names? I don't know. That's a terrible band name. <laughs> paper, paper clip, paper okay. clip, iPhone charger. Okay. It's the silent advance of time. Gonna claim everything you love. Yeah, okay. yeah. So short. I feel like we're being trolled. I, I don't. Oh wait. Guys, I, I just got one. Um, you got another one. Another okay. one. Yeah. Right. Uh, this one's by. Okay, wait, hold on. Am I reading this right? This is play do. Play do instead of play do. Yeah. Play do. I don't. I is don't it like know. du with an umlaut? Uh, yeah. Oh. There's. A... So it's play do. Or, or D, or D. Like this D. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, okay. Uh whatever. Play it. That is that is an audio delight. <laughs> I, I nah. agree. I don't know what delights you anymore. <laughs> I don't know who anybody is anymore. I don't know what anything is. Why am I getting emails? <laughs> I'm yeah, worried. Yeah, who's sending us songs? 
Where am I? Um, yeah, I don't know. Are we even on Earth anymore? <laughs> Check your quantum signature. Uh, 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 okay. I, I, is that is that the end of the email? Uh, anyone else got anything? Did you get any more in your email, Brian? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I just got... Oh, never mind. It's it's about penis pills. <laughs> okay. okay, well, that, that was a weird thing to happen. That was definitely a weird thing. Yeah. I'm seriously concerned. I'm changing my all my passwords. What just happened? That's that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, okay. So, uh end of podcast chatter. What uh let's see. Are you all going to vote? Uh well, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. All right. If you're we a Trump if you don't vote. Well, you went to all the trouble to listen to them and form opinions. Why not uh just like submit them? Yeah, it's it's easy. You don't have to register or anything. You just click a couple of boxes and do submit so so yeah um i'm voting for more than usual i've been trying lately to vote for less than half but this time around i'm voting for for a lot so, yeah same yeah uh, should we go through them or should we not well Please. let's see i i liked far north daylight i wasn't a big fan of cody walker jr's song it was just too too much on the robotic synth voice far yeah. north daylight i liked I thought that Jerkatorium song was okay. I'll probably vote for it just because I like them. Mm -hmm. uh, throat. no, nah, this one's a miss for me. Micah Summersmith, yeah, it made me laugh. I like that one. Paco Dostinko, I'm probably going to vote for just because of the long, extra long, great pre-chorus. I'm going to give Pig Farmer a couple more listens, but I wasn't inclined to vote for him uh, until Brian told me all the reasons I should like him. And then Tuners Union probably going to vote for and Von Vorten I'm probably going to vote for. That's where I'm at. I'm going to have to uh, probably give another listen actually for a few of these. I'm not sure about but uh, yeah, definitely Pig Farmer and a couple of others. I'll probably try to keep it to four but I really have to listen to them all again. Yeah. yeah. I'm also not really sure but I know I'm I'm definitely voting for Jerkatorium and Von Vorten. Those are my two favorites and probably Far North Daylight. But other than that, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I'm going to vote for Jerkatorium and Micah Summersmith. Paco Del Steco, definitely. I just loved, loved that song. And then Tuners Union and Von Vorten. So I think that's five. That's No, actually, I'm going to vote for more. I'm actually, I'm going to vote for Play Dew and um printer coffee cup those were both excellent yeah those seriously printer coffee cup man oh I'm... man we have to get I... the fight master to include those but yeah, oh, yeah that's right they don't have a checkbox yet uh, i'm gonna do a writing spirit <laughs> right in. I'm gonna do writing uh yeah i'm gonna pray for plan g <laughs> <laughs> yes plan g was yeah <gasps> that was plan g okay which is <laughs> no that was that was just that was just me um, not talking right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, any any other comments before we go into our shout outs? Uh, just a um, shout out to Alice for the Silent Advance uh, cover. Thank yeah. You. Oh, yeah. Way so to incorporate good. the guitar guy and the trumpet guy. I love that. Yeah, I remember when I had that idea. I was like. So I'd already drawn like a dagger in the first person's hand. And I was like, wait, no, hold on. It can be a trumpet <laughs> and it has to be a trumpet. Yes. I actually had to like sit for like a couple, like 20 minutes and just look at a trumpet to try to figure out how to draw it. 
I'm pretty sure I succeeded. Trumpets are more complicated than you think. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to try and emulate the trumpet that's in the original art, it's uh, it's maybe not quite as, as, as uh, ornate. Yeah. yeah. As, as you did. Yeah, I was really tempted to just edit in the trumpet from the original art. <laughs> just cut and paste it. Yeah. yeah. I just love that idea because I don't think anybody's done that. People have done a lot of takes on the trumpet and the guitar, but I don't think anybody's done the leading up to that scene. What? Before. Yeah, this no, is the this prequel. Is, this is not the prequel. This is the sequel. This is the trumpet player's revenge. I think oh. I think it's an alternate <laughs> universe. I think it's their D&D characters. Although <laughs> oh, yeah. I accept all interpretations because I'm a good artist. <laughs> nice. What I expect is that the, the trumpet guy is sneaking up on guitar guy and guitar, and guitar guy turns at the last second and menaces him and the, the trumpet guy buckles over and goes don't hit me yeah. no no the trumpet guy is like saying you killed my father <laughs> hey you die the uh the trumpet guy from the original image is his father in fact plot twist this goes deeper than i thought yeah song fight lore here this is deep lore dun 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 Okay. Well, all right. Cool, cool. Um, let's see. I'll give a shout out to my husband, Andre. Thanks for all the love and support and patience. And who else? Uh, shout out to this fight master, Lunkhead, and Berkeley Social Scene. Get back in the fight. What are you doing? Yeah. Paco Del Stinko's going to lap you. <laughs> and then what are you going to do then? <laughs> Curl up and die. Lost song fight. <laughs> the meta fight. Yes. Normally, I would give shout-outs to Brian and Alice, but since they're here, that's a, that sounds awkward. Yes, I can give shout-outs to myself. Very good. <laughs> I would like to shout-out myself. <laughs> but I instead will give a shout-out to my lovely wife, Sarah, for her patience as well, and also the, the cute dog, Zeta, who we were babysitting, who did not bother me while we were recording. So that's nice. Shout-out to my friend, Rowan, who tried to message me in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, What's Rowan. Is he play dude? Uh, <laughs> I seriously doubt it. Okay. He does play an instrument, but I did not hear any clarinet in that song. Maybe I wasn't listening close enough. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're done. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. It was a it was a real pleasure. Uh, you got a tagline. You got to say it. Oh yeah. I'll catch you on the flippy flop. <laughs> <laughs>